Today on Feeding My Faith, if you don't feel as close as you used to to God, who moved, you or God? Kick the doors open, let the party begin. Yeah, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And you might be saying, wait, is this show still around? Because when I went out to the website, it was May of 2016 was the last time I did an episode. Kind of weird when I think about that. Time flies when you're having fun. And... It's kind of weird because I I will say here I am not uh, a Bible scholar. The whole point of this show is it's me trying to develop my faith with God. I want a closer walk with God. But as I record this, uh, I am now the owner of not one but two divorces. And this is one of the things that Jesus kind of said without a whole lot of interpretation— that uh, he says, uh, somebody asked him about divorce. And he said, look, therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. And he says, I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality, well, there you go, that was marriage number one. So I'm okay on, on number one, according to this. But marriage number two, not so much. Um, anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality, immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. And so he's not real happy about divorce. And apparently back then um, he talks about how Moses would let you divorce if your hearts were hard, which is kind of what happened in marriage number two. But realize that if your goal is to have a, a stronger relationship with God, Satan is going to do everything he can to make sure that doesn't happen. And so at this point, I kind of feel that what will basically Satan is telling me, why are you reaching out to God? He's pissed at you. You didn't do what he said. He probably is upset because he feels you didn't listen. And we'll just talk you into staying away from God. Because that's what he wants. He he has a much better influence over you the closer you are to him. And so you, you do that. And so when I first started this podcast, I actually had a pretty good relationship with God. And that doesn't mean I have a horrible one now. It's just not where it was. But back then, I was reading the Bible on a daily basis. I was going to church on a regular basis. And... I prayed on a regular basis. Well, let's let's put this since I'm recording this in January. Every year people want to lose weight. Well, there are a couple ways to do that. You can eat less food. You can uh, exercise more. And you can uh, get more sleep. And you can drink more water. When you do all of those, you lose weight. Well, what if somebody said... I don't know. I'm not losing weight. And you say, what are you doing? Well, I'm not exercising. I'm, I'm eating more food than I need to. I'm, I'm barely drinking any water. I fill up on soda and I, I hardly sleep. Wouldn't you kind of go, well, duh. So as 2017 rolled around, one of the things that came across to me was, all right, 
I've got to do something to get back on track with my faith because I'm not happy where it is and I've got to do something. And so I was looking at different quotes about starting stuff and, you know, motivational kind of things. And I came across one from Thomas Jefferson and it really kind of jumped out at me. And it says, when you want something you've never had, is there something that you've always wanted that you've never had? He says, look, if you want that thing you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And when you think about that, that kind of isn't that brilliant a statement. Because, well, yeah, because if you had done it, then you'd have it. But on the other hand, when you look back at it, that's the reason why you don't have it. It's because you're not doing what you need to do. And so that really brought me back. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to start doing what I need to do. And there is that voice, though, that wants to tell you that if I go to church, the roof is going to fall in, right? That's the old joke. And that, uh, you know, God God doesn't, he's, he's mad at you. And I found a verse in Isaiah 30. Uh, Isaiah 30, verse 18. This is out of the New International Version. It says, Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. And there's the story, of course, of the prodigal son, and the father was just beyond grateful to have him come back. And that's kind of God in that story. It's an analogy. And Isaiah is saying it here, the Lord longs, he wants, he's waiting to be gracious to you. He doesn't abandon his children. You know, if you... uh if you have a if you got a puppy for Christmas and that dog tracks in stuff on the carpet, maybe leaves you a little present there on the floor, you don't abandon the puppy. He's still your puppy. And you will do what you have to do to train him, point him in the right direction, but in the end it's the dog that's going to do it or not do it. And God is the same way. He's waiting here for you. And, you know, when you talk to him and ask for forgiveness, you're going to hear this a lot in this podcast. He looks at your heart. He looks at your heart and he knows if you're truly sorry. And it says in Isaiah 30, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. And So that was the verse that hopped out at me, and it's interesting. I just, I found a uh, software program called Word Search, and it'll help you do all sorts of stuff. It's it's basically a free program, and then if you want to put different resources in it, different books and stuff, but it, it helped me make a Bible reading plan. There's also version. There are all sorts of different tools that you can have to make a Bible reading plan. And there is a, a the old saying, you can either find a way 
or you can find an excuse. You're going to do one of the two usually. And so I just thought, nah, this is, you know, I, I, I got to start putting things into action. And so if you're in that boat with me, thinking that God is mad at you, God doesn't want to hear from you. No, God is waiting for you and he's willing to give you compassion. He's got a plan for you. And my thoughts for you today, my prayer for you today is if that's you realize that the person who is whispering in your ear, telling you that, that God is mad, he'll never forgive you. You've really done it this time that there is no such thing as something that will separate you from God forever, that he will not be sitting there waiting for you to come back. So that's today's little lesson. I'm bringing back this show. Don't really know what format I'm going to use. In this week, I just wanted to say what was on my heart and kind of explain where I was, where I've been, and let you know I'm back. And I would love to uh, hear from you. You should also probably mention that this show is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. He said, C-L-O-T-H-E-S, MyFaithClothes.com. Really cool t-shirts. If you want to, uh, I was talking with uh, a friend of mine today, and we're saying how there are so many Christians out in the world, and we have no idea they're there. And consequently, we all feel alone. We all feel like we're the minority. We all feel like the one that, gosh, if I say this, somebody will, will say, oh, you're one of those born again hypocrites. I think we need to start coming out of the woodwork and letting people know, no, it's okay. There are more. You're not the one person that feels this way. You're not the person that thinks this way. And an easy way to do it with really cool t-shirts is myfaithclothes.com. Check that out. Buy a t-shirt, change your t-shirt, and uh, change the world. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon. Promise it won't be another eight months with another episode of Feeding My Faith. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.